Yes, quick one before we start. Big shout out to our sponsor, Herbalist Hut Online um, Health Store. Make sure you hit them up on Instagram at Herbalist Hut or the website www.herbalisthut.co.uk. Come hear it like an old song. Can't rest, can't rest, won't rest. Believing in the process. Every day's a progress. Slow steps, I need my own. Yes, guys, welcome back to the Real Life Curriculum Podcast. Today we're joined by Meg, founder of All The Sense. Hi. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> So what is All The Sense for like people that don't know? Uh, basically, I sell like cheaper alternatives to high street branded fragrances. So, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like Chanel, Tom Ford. Um, they're basically just, like I say, cheaper alternative. Um, been doing it for five years and yeah, I love it. It's cool, it's fun. When did you realise there was a gap in the market for fragrances then? Honestly, I joined it by accident, so it's a bit of a running joke with an FM. Um, I, <laughs> I joined because I wanted 20 quid for Nando's, and then, <laughs> it, it, honestly, it's, it's mental how it's gone. But yeah, I was working in a call centre. I'd gone back to work part-time, and I just thought, you know what, like I could do with a bit of cash. You know, like, just like little things like getting my nails done and yeah. going to Nando's. Um, so I thought I'll give it a go. Work, like I said, I worked in a call centre, so I worked with quite a lot of people. Um, so I just sent a mass email out to everyone and it kind of went mad on the first day and then, yeah, just went from next thing to next thing. So, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I, was, I don't make the fragrances. Like I think a lot of people think yeah. to start with that I had like a little hut in my back garden where I was sat with my potions and that. Yeah. Like I don't make them. I do it through a company called FM. So okay. it's like network marketing. So they have all the, all the brands like fragrances basically and they send them to you and then you sell them then near then enough yeah is it's it literally like chanel like or is it like they said it's a cheaper how is it a cheaper version though so it's not the exact same like it's so for you know like think of it like the aldi advert you know where it's like yeah, if yeah, you yeah. like these cocoa pops you should try these choco pops yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the yeah. same yeah. sort of vibe like it's not saying that it's the exact same as it's just saying if you like this but you don't want to drop a bag on it then get the cheaper version type thing so yeah, yeah that's kind of how that's the basic gist of it but yeah, I hope that makes sense. When did you like actually? So I'm guessing you don't work, work in a call centre anymore. No. So, so how, how, did, no. how did it come about so that you could leave there and what was that so story? So I started FM the beginning of November. It blew up November, December, and even January was like busy. Uh, it was about mid January and I was like, I'm going to quit my job. Um, and literally everyone I knew my mom, my dad, my fella, you're mad. Like, it was Christmas. Obviously, you're going to make a lot of money selling perfume at Christmas. Mm. Come January, February, like, it's going to die down. Um, but it got to the point where, like, a lot of people I used to work with will remember, I didn't drive. So I was going to work with, like, six or seven big Audi bags full of post, like, parcels. I was going to the post office on my lunch break. I was getting home, sorting my little girl out, doing orders for the next night. And it was just like, something's got to give. You know, like, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't carry on doing this daily because there's just not enough hours in the day mm-hmm. um so I thought I kind of weighed it up and I was like I did love my job like it was part it was part-time but I still earned a decent wage from it and I loved it but it was like I can't do both and I'm not prepared to give this up I do I don't have a gut feeling like yeah. and it it did it paid off and handed my notice in um the company that I work for it's quite funny they offer like a car plan so once you hit a certain level they'll pay for your car each month yeah so the 28th of February was my last day of my job. It was also the day that I qualified for the company car. Uh, but the worst part was I didn't actually have a license. So oh. I qualified yeah. for a Mercedes, but yeah. I couldn't drive it. Um, so yeah, 28th of February, 2019. 
I went self-employed and I've been self-employed ever since. So how much money did you have to invest to start up the business then? Nothing, not a penny. How, how's that then? I didn't have any, I didn't have <laughs> a pot to piss in. So um, there was a sample book at the time. I think it was 55 quid. I didn't even have 55 quid spare to, to buy one. So the girl who signed me up let me borrow hers. So I took that into work, kind of made like a couple of hundred quid. So I was like, right, I'll buy my own book. Yeah. So if you look at what I've invested, technically nothing because the profit that I made from those first few bottles paid for, that. Paid for the sample yeah. box. Yeah. So but how long did it take to break even then? I yeah, didn't put anything in, so yeah. I never, never broke. Yeah, I didn't put anything so in. Straight profit. From straight the profit from the get go. Yeah. Um, the first thing when I first started doing well, the first thing I did was get us out of debt. We had quite a lot of debt from maternity leave, and just whack that on a credit card, or whack that on a credit card, or overdraft. Like it's so easy to get into debt, but it's so hard to get back out of it. And I was like, like if this, is, if I, if this, if I've got this for a year. I've got the chance to start again, like get that debt paid and then I can start afresh. Even if I went back to a normal nine to five on a normal wage, without having to pay credit cards off, you but can live comfortably. Money, yeah. So yeah, the first thing I did was paid all my, all my debt and stuff off. And then it kind of hit like, fuck, like this could be big. This could yeah. be, it could be bigger than this. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun, really fun. <laughs> How hard was it not to like, I know like the family um, who were saying, like you're mad for doing it, but yeah. how hard was it not to like, having to like shut them out sort of thing and just go with it yourself? You know what, it's the way I look at it now, like my dad, my dad was probably the person who was like, you're mad, like you've got a good job, you've, you know, you've been there, I'd been there for like four or five years, you've got a good job, you've built, but I, the way I saw it was, I was never gonna progress in that job. Like mm. it was a family run business, the managers were great, the people were great, but unless you had a certain last name, you were never getting higher than you were right now. Mm -hmm. So, it was like, I've got the chance to do something for myself. I can work from home. Like my little girl, Ivy was, I think she was about two. Um, and it just made sense. Like it just, it just made sense. And then my dad now to this day is still like, I'm so glad that I raised you to be stubborn that you didn't listen to me. Cause <laughs> <laughs> like, he sees my pay slips and he's like, fucking hell, yeah. like it's, it's real. So yeah. So going off that, what was, would you, if you don't mind me asking, what's been like your biggest turnover since you started? <laughs> I hate this question. Um, uh, since I started, I know that I've done over a million, like from what I've been paid from FM. Uh, it's probably quite a bit more than that, but somewhere around million mark. Yeah. Um, and then my highest ever month was lockdown. Uh, it was 104,000, which is mental. Madness. <laughs> I'm still like, mad. yeah. And what did you do with that money? Uh, taxman. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we bought a house. We put quite a big deposit down on our house, so yeah. a lot of it went. A lot of it went into that, and then yeah, the rest just basically just get swallowed up by the taxman. So what did it feel like though, being able to like buy your own house? Sick. Good. Yeah, it was good. I don't think I ever thought I'd ever own a house. Like I think me and Jay just always thought we'd always rent. Like so. When we started doing well and I was like, oh my God, like, babe, I could actually, like, we could do this. And we'd actually reserved a house and then lockdown hit and then it blew up and did really, really well and earned a lot more money. So we actually ended up scrapping that house and getting one quite, like, probably about double the size. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was amazing. Like, I love my house. I love it so much. And I just, you know, sometimes when I pull up and I'm like, yeah, this is mine. Like, I own this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do feel really proud. I love my house. What's, what's life like now, like, after busy, doing this for five years? And busy. It's still busy. It's nonstop. I think a lot of people think that you you hit it and you 
like on paper I'm like I got everything I ever wanted like mm. literally I'm married I've got kids I've got a house I've got like a good job good job or good business like but it's keeping it like mm. you I still have a mortgage payment to pay I still mm-hmm. have like bills and outgoings and when you get used to sit, live in a certain way like you need to maintain that and it's it's not a case of right I've got it and I can just sit back and chill now it's you no what what, what what can I do next right how can I make that how can I do this I want to buy another house or I want to do like do you know what I mean and mm. it's it's not a case of sit back and chill. I probably work harder now than uh, than ever, like because mm, it's nice. just you, I want to maintain it, and I'm. It's probably one of my biggest fears, actually, like losing everything. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. no. I'm Do you not ever losing switch everything. off from business? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like when we was in Vegas, that was a success trip. So that was like a well done for my hard work. So mm. when I was there, I wasn't in business mode. It's like I've, I've earned this. I'm enjoying Relax. this. Like I'll deal with everything when I get home. Had a few messages asking where parcels were and stuff, but mm. nothing. <laughs> Nothing major. Um, yeah, I do switch off. How I do. How important is it to have like a team in place then for a business then? Really important. Like I'm so, I've been so lucky with the girls and guys that I work with. Like they're not even just my team members. Like they are my best friends. Mm. Like they're people like five years ago, I didn't know them from Adam. Like Hannah, one of my girls, she lives in Cambridge, Essex, Cambridge kind of way. Never knew her. Now, like she came to my wedding. I'm going to her wedding. Like we're literally, yeah. I just love her so much. And you do end up, kind of relying on people a little bit and no one's I'm not not just me but like no one's great at everything so I'm shit at content I'm not very good at making pretty pictures on Canva Mm. my posters probably have a spelling mistake in them Excel Jesus Christ like it's like algebra to me there's so many things that I'm not great at but then there's people in my team or people that I work closely with that are good at those things so like Luke for example will do the price lists I'll steal content from Hannah um, but I'll do the, the training for Hannah's team on selling. Yeah. So we all kind of like, Help out we all kind of put our yeah. bit in, but it works. Yeah. How early did you discover that it was important to like delegate roles to people? Um, I'd say from, so I joined in the November, I'd say probably from about the May, so about six months in. Mm. I didn't really understand network marketing when I first joined. Like the first person who messaged me said, oh, you look like you're doing really well. Like, can I do this? Mm. She lived around the corner. I was like, no. Like, I didn't want to steal my customers. Like, that's how little yeah. I knew about it. Um, and I kind of like, looked at the compensation plan. I looked at like how you earn money. And it was around like a promotion. It won't mean anything to you, but a promotion called Golden. But for me to get that, I needed people in my team to hit certain levels as well. So it's like, you can't do it all on your own. You do need, you need to work closely with that person. So they do well. If they do well, then you do well. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not a like... I don't know what the word is, but... You're both going to benefit. You both benefit, you do. Like, I'll help you if you help me type thing. And we're both, like, winning. Like, we're both getting a big wage at the end of the month. So we're both happy, like... Do you give any of your team bonuses or, like, incentives to, like, hit targets or whatever? Oh, God, I've given thousands away over the years. (laughs) I'm too soft. I am too soft. Um, Takeaways, meals out, spa weekends. I've given, like, Louis Vuitton bags, purses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my biggest one, I do it every year in November, so I do. Where is it? Time and place. I do one called, it's called Meg Claws, and Luke, the guy I said who's really good at photoshopping and like making stuff, he made, I'll show you after this, but he made a photo of me like as Santa with a like, moustache and everything, <laughs> and every year I post it, so through November and the beginning of December, I run a, like, a bit of an incentive. Doesn't matter what level you are, doesn't matter how big you are or how little you are, like everybody has the chance to enter. Yeah. Um, and it's normally between like a thousand and three thousand pounds that I'll give someone 
like a week before Christmas to pay for their food, their presents, That's it, whatever. Right. So every year I will pay for one of my team members' Christmases. Why? Which, why do you, why would you even do that? Because I can. Like, yeah. I love it. I do love it. And it's, it's all well and good saying, like, oh, I've got a big house and I've changed my own life. But being able to give back. to the At the end of the day, like, I wouldn't be shit without my team. I wouldn't mm. be where I am without all of these people. And it's... Going and buying a bag for myself feels amazing. Don't get me wrong, I will never, ever, ever get bored of that. No. But saying to like a single mom, right, here's two grand, that's for Christmas. The messages I get, like I literally get girls voice noting me in tears and it's like mm. nothing compares to that. So yeah. it's, while I can afford to do it, yeah. I will always give back. Change and people's lives essentially. This yeah. is it, yeah. And it's fun as well, like yeah. doing the live with a Santa's hat on and like, right, who wants to, yeah. here, here's the draw, who's going to win? And just, it's mad, like, I love it. And it makes people work harder as well because yeah. they want they want to win that. So they're going to put more effort in, which is going to benefit my business. And I get to give back. So it's like a win-win. It's a win-win. Really. It's yeah. a nice circle. But even like the smaller ones as well, like buying someone a takeaway on a Friday night, like it still means I could yeah, buy myself yeah, yeah. takeaway. It's not that deep, but someone might not be able to afford to have one. And it's like, that's made their whole week. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And just things like that. Like it, while I can, I will always give back. So you always. know, like you, you obviously earn a, a nice amount of money. <laughs> Do you travel a lot? <laughs> I was always nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, don't want people to think I'm an arsehole. Cause I'm no, not. no. Um, yeah. Travel. You worked hard for it though, you know what I mean? Yeah. I travel quite a bit. But like with work, um, there's a lot of like, we'll go up to London or up, down, go down to London, Manchester. Um, we get a couple of free trips a year, which is fun. Just been to Vegas. Was that all paid for then? Everything. Yeah. Literally right. like, I had imposter syndrome. Like I, This is my... I think it was my fifth trip, sixth trip, I can't remember. Uh, lockdown, obviously, we missed out on a few, yeah. which was annoying, but it's what it is. Um, I've been on the trips before, but every time I'm there, I just have imposter syndrome. Like, you're in all these, like, grand places with a free bar, and you're just looking around, like, how is this my life? Like, how am I here? Like, we went, when we was in Vegas, the, we had a gala night where you get, like, awards and stuff for how well you've done and your success and then they throw an after party like the after party is where it's at yeah, like, that I is <laughs> it's so good it was at a big club in the caesar's palace like massive massive club and then they'd hide out the entire roof terrace for us like you just right. literally just like this is where like kim kardashian hangs out like yeah, it's just it. it's mental but yeah it's i love it it's i think we're lucky as well like my mom and my cousin and my sister are incredible like we have like i said we have got two two young girls and it's not, we wouldn't be able to have the lifestyle that we've got flying here, going there, doing this, if it wasn't for them. So mm. we are so lucky that we've got such a big, what's that, what's that saying? It takes a village to raise a child or something. We've got such a big, we have, we've got such a big village. So yeah, we yeah. are lucky that we do get to go on all these trips and stuff. Where is like the best place you've been able to go like since starting this? Uh, it wasn't actually an FM success trip, um, but we went, so we went to the Bahamas uh, the six months after we joined. I paid all the debt off. That was gone. And then it was like, right, let's be bougie. We've, we've earned it now. Let's, yeah. let's actually enjoy spending some money. So we booked to go to the Bahamas and stay at the Atlantis. And it's actually where Jay proposed. So oh, oh, yeah, yeah so that was cool. We went there. Uh, where else have we been? Been to Dubai, Vegas, uh, Singapore. We were supposed to go to the Maldives, but I had a little baby who was in the neonatal because she was premature, so we didn't get to go. Oh, so we was watching all of my, but I was buzzing because so many of my team went. So I'm like oh, cheering yeah. them yeah, on, yeah. like, so yeah, if Ivy, not Ivy, if Honey ever turns around to me when she's 16, like, I hate you, you're embarrassing. I'll be like, 
hun, I gave up the Maldives for you. <laughs> like, no. So, yeah, we missed out on the Maldives, which is annoying, but is what it is. Won't we? So, have, like, members of your team then, like, been able to do what you've done, like, quit their jobs yeah. and, like, fully, like, this Loads is what they of do them. Now. Loads of them have quit their jobs. Loads of them have... Some of them have cut down their hours. A lot, a lot of people haven't gone back to work after maternity leave. I think probably, without actually adding it up, I'm not 100%, but probably two, 300 people have got free cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maldives, Dubai, Turkey. Like, there's hundreds of my girls and guys there. But just seeing them, like, going on stage, and I'm just, like, just their biggest cheerleader. Like, I just love them all. So proud of them. And as, I wouldn't be what I am without yeah. them. So it's... It's amazing, like just seeing, seeing what it does for people as well. Like, yeah, it's life changing. No, yeah. Nothing compares to it. Like, yeah. nothing compares mm. to it. And I think people are so grateful as well. Like mm. Harmony, again, one of my girls who joined. Funny story. She actually signed up because, well, before I did FM, I started selling Ivy's old baby clothes on Instagram because okay. I was literally like, I could do with twenty quid. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. How, mm. that's how skint I was. Um, and she was also skint, so she was buying them for her baby. Yeah, so that's yeah. how I met Harmony. Yeah. And then when I started doing about, posting about FM, she was like, she quizzed me for weeks. She was like, oh, like, but what about this? What about that? And what about that? And I was like, just give it a go. Like, you've got nothing to lose. It's free. Happen, like, yeah. I'm not asking you for any money. I know that you haven't got any. Um, five years later, she's still with me. Again, came to my wedding. Yeah. She's smashing it. She's been on the trips. She's quit her job. Like, it's just, and again, a normal mum who hasn't got a ginormous following, who hasn't, who hasn't been on Love Island, like, started from nothing, and has got done all that. So again, it's just average people. It's mm. it's amazing. You know, if you were to start this business again, was it, would there be anything that you'd change? Yeah, a couple of things. I don't think I'd have made my Instagram page. So when I first started, I had All The Sense, which was like, like the brand, I suppose. Yeah. And then FM was kind of like the supplier. Um, built that up and it did well over time. Like it did, it got me from A to B, got me customers, got me team members and it was good. Then a lot of other people in FM kind of clicked onto that and they did the same mm. and people would go through my follower list and message my customers yeah. and snaky shit. Um, and then now if you go on Instagram and you search FM by Meg, FM by Dion, whatever, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of pages and essentially you can't brand a product that's already been branded. Yeah. We're all selling mm. the same product, we've all got the same price, we've all near enough got the same pictures, you know, yeah, mine yeah. might have a black, black, black background, yours might have a white background, but same realistic, thing, yeah. it's the same thing. In the last kind of three, four years, I focus more on building my personal brand and like, grow up. I don't have a massive following, I don't, but I do have an engaged community and it's, for me, I would say to anyone who was to join now, like, don't bother making a page. Like, just promote yourself yeah, because awesome. people will buy into you yeah. long before they buy into your product. Mm. And I don't think I'd have wasted all that time building that page up. I just would have focused on my own Instagram. Mm. Um, again, with regards to, like, recruiting and people joining me, people are more likely to join me watching me than Damn, they are watching sense. a perfume page. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah. yeah, that's probably the only thing that I would change if I was to start again now knowing what I know now. When did that like click then for you really? Um, just when there was so many other pages. Yeah. Like there was just so, like I say, if you go on Instagram now and search FM by Meg or just, even just FM, there is thousands and thousands and thousands. And what, why is someone gonna buy from one page rather than the other? Mm, Essentially yeah. it's because of the person that's selling it. Okay. So why don't you cut out the middleman or cut out the middle page and just promote yourself? Mm. Like, so yeah, that's what. That's what I would do. Just use just use your personal socials. So, so is there a... Oh, no, you go. 
trying to learn as much as I can. You know, obviously, obviously you've got this business. Yeah. Have you thought about doing any other businesses outside of perfume and fragrance? Uh, yes and no. Like, I've dipped my toe into coaching. I've looked into it and I'm, uh, is it for me? Probably not. I've, I did do a masterclass a few weeks ago and it sold out, which is mad. Like, crazy to be that that amount of people wanted to pay for my advice but that was that was amazing and it went really well do I have plans to do them more regularly probably not mm. um for me I just I just believe if you put all of your time and effort into one thing and you nurture that one thing it will it will grow and it will mm. it will just be big and I think what's that saying like the average millionaire has 10 income streams it's something like that or mm, 12 or whatever yeah. it is like realistically you're only been able to put 10% into each thing whereas if you put loads into one get that built get that how you want it get that ticking along nicely then maybe look at something else mm -hmm. FM for me it does tick along nicely and yeah I probably could I probably could do something else I mean I've started doing WeShop which is more like an affiliate kind of thing I enjoy that um, have I got enough headspace to do another business and parent and run a house mm. probably not no yeah. Not at the minute. I mean, I think our next step would probably be kind of like 50-50. So I'd love to buy houses. I would love to buy a few houses, rent, do them up, rent them out, flip them, whatever, whatever property. I don't really know anything about property. So Come look, me, research it. Yeah, yeah like this is day. it. Like every, every day is a school day. Or and make more money that's just going to sit in. Like, or do I just do what I actually want to do and buy a villa in Ibiza? So it's, I don't know, it's 50-50 at the minute, but we'll see. I was going to we'll say, see. do you think... Uh, with FM, obviously you said there's loads of Instagram uh, like accounts now, like people doing it. Is there still like, do you think people can still join it today and like 100%, change their life? Yeah, I had a girl, like I was about two years in and one of my friends was like, oh, I feel like I've missed the boat. And I was like, yeah, like, I agree. Three years down the line, there's still people joining. Like, there's people that have overtook me in the last two years. Like there's a girl who joined, her name's Kelsey. She joined five months ago. She became the fastest ever diamond. Like. She, the people are joining now and killing it. What so does diamond mean? Uh, roughly about ten grand a month, money-wise. Yeah. yeah, five months. So there's different levels, like within. FM, yeah, yeah, it's. I'm not going to try and explain it yeah, to you because yeah, you honestly you'd be here all day. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's once once you've got so many people below you hitting a certain amount, that makes you hit a certain amount, and blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, honest, I I did think this for a while, like oh, has FM had its day now? Like, do too many people do it? But what you, I think the other thing is that people forget is people, yes, do join, but not everybody sticks it out. Like, mm. some people will join and do fuck all. Some people will join, do it for two months and be like, oh, no, I can't be asked. Some people will roll with it and do it for five years and absolutely smash it. So, like, like well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing bad. Yeah, um, yeah I just... I do think that people can join. I do. And I, I don't think it's had its day. Like, another thing for me is FM isn't big in America compared to some of these other companies. Okay. FM is massive in the UK. Like, it's huge in the UK. But in America, it's untouched. There is no one there doing it. So the first person or the first few people that start doing it in America That's are going to be quits in because it, yeah. America's what? Massive. 50 yeah, times yeah. the size of the... I don't even know exactly, but it's a lot bigger than the yeah, UK. Yeah. So America's untapped and... I'd, yeah, I just think the potential of FM still to this day 
is huge. It's the, the real life curriculum podcast is moving to America. We're gonna we're gonna join. We're gonna <laughs> join. We're gonna Same. join the FM, uh, Megs FM, and then that that's it now. Should we all just we, move to Vegas and that's it. just well, sell I'm FM? Vegas. I'll be in the casino, blackjack. Um, what? Well, nah, that's sick though, man. You, it's spe- you spend more than you make though in Vegas. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. Very expensive. You know, like from like your your previous job. Yeah. Did you take any skills from that into the business? Some would say that I'm a born saleswoman. <laughs> I actually used to work with Chase, and okay. that, was, that okay. was a sales job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my first ever job, I worked at Greg's. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I was 16 or 17, and I used to walk for half an hour, get on the bus for 45 minutes to do a six-hour shift to get 30 quid my. to do the same back. And sometimes I'd get paid like £29 and I didn't have a card that you could just tap. I had to withdraw it at the cash point. So some weeks I'd only get 20 quid because you couldn't withdraw £9.90. I'm like, I've just done all of that. By the time I paid my bus fare, I've not even done anything. So I think I've always had a good work ethic. Like I'm not work shy. I'm not somebody who expects things to be handed to me. So yeah, I worked at Greg's and I loved it. It was just such a cool job and being 16 and just earning your own wages even if it's 20 quid it's it was good, it was it was good um then I did the season and I worked in Audi for a bit hated it absolutely hated it awful job don't ever work there um and then I got my first ever like adult grown-up job which was at a it was actually next door to here um well it wasn't it was on Wilford Road but then it moved to there um which was a tele sales job so that annoying person that used to call you about PPI that was me. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was me. Did that for about two and a half years. And then they moved on to wills. So I sold wills and helped people write their will. And that was, again, amazing job. Really, really interesting. Loved it. I learned quite a lot there. Like, I think confidence-wise, you, you got more confident. And that place, it was, it was a great place to work, but it was cutthroat. Like, you'll agree, it was cutthroat. Like, if you, if you weren't cutting it, you were gone. Like, mm. and... You, you did have to kind of like tough up a bit and be like, oh, can I need was this it job. Commission based? It was, you did get a salary, but it was commission based oh, as well. Okay. So that pushed you more to obviously earn more. Yeah, yeah. But then it was also like, you'd get, you'd get took into a meeting and you'd get a bollocking if you weren't like hitting your targets and stuff. Yeah. And if you did it for so long, you'd be out the door. But there was a lady who, she was our old boss called Tara. And I literally, she used to pull in in her Porsche or Range Rover, head dripping in designer, out for lunch all the time, like living the dream. I used to look at her and be like, I want to be her. Like mm. she was like my idol. And then now I'm like, I'm not yeah. far off. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks Tara. I would say it all the time. Like that, what she did, she inspired me massively. And... You got con- you're still in contact with her? Yeah, or? really oh, good yeah. friends. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, after I left, she actually got... Because I left just, did I leave just before? Just, I can't remember, but she she left as well. And then she got, she employed my husband. So oh, that's who Jay worked for before he left. But yeah, it's still in contact, still message her on WhatsApp. She messages me to say that she's like, I've done really well and stuff. So that's nice, yeah. Though, yeah, it's cool. So, you know, like as a businesswoman, like what are the like key skills you think you need to have to be like, be able to run your own business and sustain it and keep it going? That's- I think you have. <laughs> I'd say organisation, but that's not my that's not my strong point. That's Jay's strong point. So again, yeah. that's another thing that I'm grateful for Jay for. Um, I think being nice to people, like don't speak to. I know it sounds so like basic and obvious, but speak to people how you want people to speak to you. And mm. I think there's a say again. There's another. I love a saying, don't I? But like, be good to people on the way up because you never know who you're going to see on the way back down. Mm. Things like that. Like, mm. 
you you will always get more from people being nice to them and treating them well than you will speaking to people like shit or expecting things from people like, for example, the incentives. I, I could go on my team like, you're not working hard enough, you're all shit. What's that gonna do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I go, right guys, here, here's three grand if you can, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, here's an incentive. Yeah, yeah. People go, oh, I love Meg, Meg's great, I wanna work. And just being nice to people, I think I've always, I've always stood by that. I think I'm quite, quite a nice person. <laughs> Be nice to people. Um, network. What I do is network marketing. It's literally you're marketing to your network. So mm. grow your network. Yeah. You can't, you never, like, speak to people. If I go to the post office and someone's like, oh, you smell nice. Funny you should say that, Jean. <laughs> yeah. I actually sell perfume. Like, yeah. here's a list. Let me airdrop at you. Just being a bit, you don't actually don't get. Like, yeah. You know what? Like, if you don't ask, the answer's always going to be no. And I just think, be a bit ballsy. Let like, people know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I went to I went to a wee shop event in Manchester last week with like um I don't know if I'd say the names or not, so I won't, but like people from like Geordie Shaw with millions of followers. And at the end of it, I was like, babe, like if I sent you a couple of bottles of perfume, will you just whack it on your Instagram and tag me? Yeah, yeah, of course I will. And all the other girls are like, I can't believe you just asked her that. I'm like, yeah. well, what's the, yeah. this is it. What's well, the worst that's going to happen? She's going to say no. And I'm probably never going to see her again. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, so things like that, just being a bit, being a bit ballsy and going for it and betting on yourself. Like, mm. that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Beyonce, again, my favorite people of all time, is I'm not a betting person, but if there's one thing I am willing to bet on, it's myself. Mm. And I, I live by that. Like, no one's going to bet on you more than you are yourself. And you just got, like you said, you started this podcast in your bedroom. Like, who's to say that this can't be massive in three years' time because you believe in that's yourself? It. So, yeah, you've got to earn it. Yeah. Do you set yourself goals? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much now because it sounds so. I sound so cheesy to say, but I feel like I've kind of got. got what you want. I've got what yeah, I wanted. I've yeah. got everything I wanted, and I did to begin with. I used to have like a, what's it called? Mood like board. a pin. Yeah, dream yeah, board, yeah, pin yeah, board. Yeah. That I put stuff on. Just random stuff like I wanted a personalized number plate. I wanted to take Ivy to Disneyland. I wanted to buy Ivy a bed that was the shape of a treehouse. Just it wasn't mm. even big things. It was just like things you wanted. No, yeah, yeah, and then as I did them, I like ticked them off, and I wanted so many team members. I wanted so much in my bank account, and it just eventually the dreams got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then now it's like I don't even know what I want anymore. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's next. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do. I do set goals yeah. and little goals as well. It's so pathetic, but it's like right, if I do this by this time, I can go get my nails done. Or like, yeah. if I do this by that time. Even like random stuff, like I'm doing the washing. If I've got all the washing finished by this time, we can go out for dinner tonight. And just like <laughs> setting little things and it does make it does make you do them. So yeah, I think I think goal setting's important with big things and with little things. Mm. No, definitely, yeah. man. No, honestly, like just sitting in this podcast now, I'm <laughs> actually so inspired. I, 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 can't, <laughs> I don't think the day, I, the day oh, I can't go bad from here. I love that so and much. I just don't want to come across as up my own arse. I don't want people nah, to watch nah, it. Like, oh sitting, my God, she's so... St- I'm not. I'm nah. honestly like the most... No, normal person you'll ever meet but yeah it's just been a mad five years yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. crazy so, just to close the podcast yeah. as always ask this question so what's the biggest lesson you've taken away from your own life oh i don't know oh you put me on the spot now um probably if it's meant to be it's up to me like no one is coming to save you no like you might win the lottery one day or you might r- marry a rich man but you also might not. So if you want it, you've got to do it. Like everything I've got is because of me. So if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Love that would that. probably be my, what I've took. Yeah. Love that. Sick. I've not even heard that one before, but that's I'm good, not. man. I like yeah. that. Cool. Trademark that. 
Trademark. Meg, Meg Johnson. I nearly said, <laughs> I nearly said Meg Hosier then. <laughs> you know, I forgot to change my name. Oh, yeah. But appreciate Thank you for coming on. No problem. On. Thank you really for having me. and educating. So big shout out to Leicester Podcast Studios for hosting us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our page. And if you're in Leicester, make sure you check out my hotel, the Pocklington. <laughs> Can't rest, can't rest, won't rest, believing in the process. Every day's a progress, slow steps, I need my own clothes next.